last season on The Slut Show. I am loud in the bedroom. Take it. How many bedburgers do you have? I've been on a date with a gigolo. I want to be friends with you, just not with your problems. An undercover cop dressed in drag. What? <laughs> How do I deal with this? Take yes. the coochie, take the loudness, take it all. If I can't time. have sex, I can't have life. In today's episode of The Slut Show, sheets, the rubber, the English overcoat, French letter, preservative machine, armor, skins, Jimmy Johnny, raincoat, cum catcher, or cock sock. Today, we are talking condoms. Have you had relationships? I don't even remember giving the first blowjob. You don't? And I don't want to say there were so many of them, but there were so many of them. Hey, I slept with a guy who was 40 when I was 20. Yeah, I accepted, but I don't know what I would do to myself if one of my daughters turned out to be lesbian. That hurts. Me on holiday with a friend, you know, way drunk and just having unsafe, unprotected sex with two random guys and twice I mean... my age. It was a married couple as well. What? I, that wasn't sex though, that was porn. That was real life porn. You know, if you can step out of the closet at such a young age as me, you see so many crazy shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ready for the first episode of the second season of The Slush Show with Alan Moore. Hey, thank you so much for listening. No matter when you are listening, no matter where you are, get comfortable. Get yourself a cup of tea, a glass, or an entire bottle of wine. Maybe smoke a blunt, get under a blanket, grab yourself some popcorn, and enjoy this week's episode of The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. My name is Ellen Moore, and welcome to this very first episode of The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. In the studio with me today is my bouncing ball of enthusiasm, my brother from another mother, my gay best friend. I'm talking about the one and only Philip. Yeah, I'm, oh my God. I'm so happy to have you here for the first episode. Thank you for having me. He's got a friend with him. This is our little slut show monkey. <laughs> He's our, um, how, how do you say it, like mascot or something, I guess. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm still so overwhelmed by all this equipment you have. Wow. There is like a, a proper setup. We have lightning. We have like a lot of cameras. It looks so and professional. It looks really amazing. Thank you. I'm so excited. Before we get into all the juicy goods. The Slut Show with Ellen Moore. The podcast slash talk show about shit we as females have to deal with on a daily basis. About feminism, insecurities, feeling like a bomb ass bitch and obviously about loads of sex. Enjoy your weekly dose of empowerment. Your weekly dose of empowerment, exactly. And this very first uh, episode of the second season is, as a matter of fact, about the LGBTQ plus community. Like I already said in the introduction, you're gay. But first... One plus one is two. <laughs> exactly. Um, what is the most empowering thing you did lately? Wait, what's the most empowering thing I've done? Lately. Wow, I think stand up for the LGBT rights in Poland, where the situation has been worsened up since the election of our current far right president. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm here, I'm still trying to like have yeah. my input on what's happening there. Because for the ones who haven't seen the the Hamid Elmore the uh, the podcast episode that we did together way back, um, you're from Poland, yeah, and what? How old were you when you moved here? Around eight. It was two thousand seven. 2007. So, so that's quite a while. So you speak fluent po Polish, right? And Dutch. Exactly. Yeah. And English. Yeah. He's, he's trilingual. Discussable. No, you, your English is proper good, man. Otherwise, I wouldn't have you on the show. <laughs> I'm real honest, real honest. Honored. We're talking about something very fun because we are today sponsored by a company that I will tell you a little bit more about. But before I'm going to uh, tell everything... We're gonna go dive into the slutty science because without science, there's no slut show. So let's get going. 
I got some slutty science for you because we like to stick to facts. Slutty science with Unmore. Sheets, rubber, the English overcoat, French letter, preservative machine, armor, skins, Jimmy Johnny, raincoat, cum catcher, or cocksock. Today we are talking condoms. Condoms are the oldest, oldest form of barrier contraception used by people with dicks. And even though there is no concrete evidence to support this theory, it has been suggested that the ancient Egypts were among the first to wear a thing similar to what we now call the condom. In 1664, the earliest description of the condom was made by Italian anatomist Gabriello Fallopio, and he did not intend it to be a contraceptive, as a matter of fact. It was initially found to be protecting men against syphilis. He tested it on 1,100 men, of which none became infected. Condoms are air and water tight, and therefore they also prevent sexually transmitted diseases. Because the smallest microorganism transmitting a such disease is the herpes virus, and since that is still about a thousand times larger than air or water molecules, the condom became an important preventive measure against the spread of AIDS. But far before that, in 1706, the word condom, for the very first time ever, appeared in print, namely in a poem. The precursor of our current condoms was made from animal intestines of sheep, calves, and goats. Yuck. Uh, they are still produced and are now known as skin condoms. Good for you if you're using them. <laughs> the introduction of liquid latex in the mid-1930s made condoms not only more elastic, but also longer preservable, and the first ever lubricated condom was introduced in, in the 1950s. The standard condom we now know is made from latex, and to make latex more soft and pliable, manufacturers use an animal substance, there, there we have it, oh. called casein. This is a milk protein and therefore condoms are not vegan. Huzzy, however, is changing the game. I am very proud to say that I partnered up with Huzzy for this episode, Huzzy Condoms, because I love their mission. They produce vegan condoms with minimal use of plastic. They are all about equality, inclusivity, sexual health, and sustainability, and I am here for it, obviously. If you want to win a pack of condoms, stay tuned for the end of the episode where I will be telling you all on how to win them because here we have them. Recommended. First and foremost, we're going to be discussing some juicy condom stories. So we got to try the Huzzy condoms. I got to try them, yeah. He got to try them. I tried so them. How, how did you How did you like it? Tell me yeah, everything. Okay, um, so my first perception of them were like okay so what's so vegan about them until you just notice that there's some milk lactose being used in right. them because rubber is made of palm trees so it's basically it was a, this was a whole entire science you just explaining everything about right. condoms loved it really and the first thing that really appealed to me about a condom is you don't have the disgusting fucking smell of condoms because every time i okay. go to the supermarket or store you smell you, you recognize the smell you're like oh my god i don't fucking want this right it smells so bad and we have some for the listeners this is like asmr asmr <laughs> okay we're gonna open them and we're gonna like show you the whole thing because Condoms are important, man. And um, at a party in, when was it? I think a year ago, more or less, um, I threw a party and one of the gifts uh, was a pack of condoms. And the first thing you did, because you got the gifts, you opened them and you put one around your head. Oh my Shit broke. And that is like the proof for everyone that <laughs> oh. condoms will fit everyone. So if it fits my head, it will also fit your dick. Fuck that. Exactly. You have you so, have poke. 
It's it smells a lot less like latex if you compare it, it to. Yeah, you smell the latex, but you don't smell that disgusting smell of like the liquid around it. Right. It, Have you, I think they're pretty well well lubricated as well. My hands are going to be disgusting for the rest of the episode. No, this actually, as well, you don't. I don't have that. You know, after condom because there's so much like this weird liquid. And but I this is. I feel like I'm rubbing it on <laughs> my arms right now. No, but it's it feels uh, moisturizing or something. It doesn't feel sticky. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, and I'm not saying that because I'm sponsored, because I'm like really freaking critical. No, so. it, I think it's worth it for everyone. If you have it yourself and you can feel actually the condom, it feels like a condom, don't get me wrong, but it's just the moisturizer around it exactly. Right. And it and honestly, doesn't give me that disgusting smell. Oh, I think it's also pretty, um, it, it's thin. It's thin. It's really thin. It's really thin and it's pretty big. Like this is what I would consider like a large or even extra large condom. No, seriously. <laughs> Cause like special sponsor for BB. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, dig dig community, come come try them, Huzzy Cot. Look at this. this Look is, at this. Oh my it's god, it's proper big, you man. You can fill an entire cucumber in this. Egg. Oh my god, I should have gotten a cucumber, man. Maybe maybe I have a dildo. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, condom use is obviously super important. I don't have to stretch that. Um, how did you like the taste? Have um, you have you have you tasted it? No, I haven't tasted. You mean like? Try. <laughs> I mean, okay. That does remind me of rubber. That does remind me of rubber. Yeah. Does it to you? Yeah. But that's see that's but it's the it's the smell because you you don't you, yeah I'm no one I don't know anyone who would give a blowjob with a condom around it. Don't be such a bad example. <laughs> no, I mean there are people for sure. I just don't know, so I would right. never come to the clue. Like, hey, I should try the condom, you know. But it smell yeah. is amazing, and I would recommend it because you don't get that disgusting. Ugh. Yeah, the exactly the, ugh, the <laughs> that that one. Um, how you can win the condoms, like I said before, is gonna be a little further in the episode, so stay tuned for that. I'm gonna end it with that. Um, but before that, what is your craziest condom story? If you think about condoms, what's the first thing to pop up in your head? That uh, one guy who who was who just really really wanted to stay safe. Like, okay, I get everyone their safety, of course, but right. there's no really there's no real reason to put a condom over a condom during sex. What? No, but that's like, actually bad. Yeah, that's actually bad because you can actually like break it. You can right. rub it because you have two times the, oh my God, it's just. No, don't do, people don't do this. Don't. So this is something I'm not recommending and it has happened to me. And if someone wants to put a condom over a condom, then just, just skip it. It's not worth it. You put yourself in much more danger than. What? Oh my God, but I'm shocked. Pe- there are people who actually are so afraid for their health, which I understand. I totally understand because you might not know each other. It might be one nice and but right. that's just so stupid. How how many times be be real honest with me? How many times out of uh, out of ten do you actually use condoms versus how many times? No, you do please unsa- no, <laughs> because you think you know. Okay, yeah. Do, okay, no, don't, no, give me, no, don't give me don't give me an exact no. number, okay. but okay, I I won't give you the exact number, but the exact number over the past ten guys was zero. Well, no one then. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I include this one, yeah. But if I think about the ones. Before, Before the holiday in Greece, where I had a threesome. Oh wait, tell me all no, about no, that. Okay. It was, I would it, love to. It was that. a quick grinder date, and no, oh my god, it was. I already knew I was getting myself into trouble oh because gosh. eventually I ended up having chlamydia and <gasps> on a row and. Oh god! I mean, it's not the worst. Like you get like a. 
that what we call that? Um, like injection for oh, it and like a pill in your dick. No, 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 in okay. your ass, and it actually hurts as fuck. Oh I really, gosh. oh my god, use a condom, people. Oh, use so, a condom. so there's right, use <laughs> condoms, people. I can't stretch. I, mean, this I was enough. on holiday seven days, drunk as fuck, and it it, it, it was a married couple as well. What? And you know, I I knew to, what. So a, a married homosexual couple. Greek gods. Oh my god, they're about. Oh. <laughs> How old were they? Because if I think of marriage, I think... Yeah, you don't think of anyone my age, and they were definitely not my age. What, like... What's your age for people who don't know you? <laughs> Wait, what's my age for, like, the preference or my age? No, just your your age. Oh, so I'm 21, and the guys were around 32, 36. No, that's super fine. <laughs> I, I slept with a guy who was 40 when I was 20. What the fuck? Yeah, fine? I mean the entire image. You know, me on holiday with a friend, you know, way drunk, and just having unsafe, unprotected sex with two random guys, and... Twice I mean, my age. Honestly, <laughs> if you just do what you like and what you enjoy, then who gives a fuck? Exactly. Gives a gives a bloody shit if if they're older, as long as they treat you nice and you're enjoying it. Yeah, and I really, oh my god, really, I even got an invite after I figure out that I. Hot chlamydia. I think oh. they. I really received the info. Hey man, if you're ever in London, like hey, that's up. I was like, man. Not anymore, but I would if I, you know. Right. Oh, that that's nice though. That's that's very nice. So uh, you're pretty open about STDs and anything really in general. Um, how? Because I am I'm assuming that people who are listening to the slut show haven't necessarily heard the whole season of Hyman Elmore. So I'm gonna do a couple of okay. refreshers for everyone, every new listener. Hi, welcome. I really appreciate you. <laughs> um, so how how old were you when you figured out you were gay? Okay, so there is no specific time to that, but I I always knew it because I've always right. played with my sister Barbie. I always preferred to play with girls and I mm-hmm. didn't like to play football, this sort of stuff. But because the society just pressures you so much, especially like when you're young, yeah, you should make it. What girl? Oh, what? Is, do you have a girlfriend? Stuff like that. You know, you automatically start to think you're straight. So the moment that I make the switch, like, okay, this is not for me. Everyone is pushing me way too hard. I am homosexual. Mm-hmm. I was around, I think, 12, 11, and I came out of the right. closet. You know what I mean? Relatively by- short of yeah, that, right? At the age of forty, that's super young. I think in compared, I haven't done research on how what the what the average age is, but now there is no average because there are people right. who do it at the age of 20, 30, 40, after marriage, after having children. You know, right? Oh my! Oh my! God. I know that. Sort of I have people. a story. Holy! Fuck. Okay, so there is. I need to really make this very anonymous. Let me think about this real quick. So there is. Uh, some people that I know um, who are married and they have children. I'm not going to specify how many or anything because I okay, really no, don't, don't want do this. That, you know, right. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, they're married. They were married and had ha- still have children together. I love that you're sitting here. <laughs> <with those kids. laughs> I need some mental support. It's really right. close to me. But go on, go on. Okay. So, and um, I always thought that um, the husband was gay. And he was in a heterosexual relationship and everyone I knew thought that. But like, it's obviously not our business to push anyone to come out. That's so not okay. So I never said anything. I always thought it, but I never said anything. And then my best friend calls me a couple of weeks ago and she's like, Ellen, sit down. And I'm like, are you okay? Is, is, are you healthy? Is, are your parents okay? She's like, yeah, no, you're gonna love this. And I'm like, okay, what is it? Oh what God. is it? Tell me. And I had no idea where this was, this was coming from. I hadn't seen them in years. And she's like, he came out of the closet and he's now moving in with his partner, his male partner. 
and they're selling the house and they're moving. Oh my I god! I mean, we're living in the twenty first century. Twenty twenty is, is is fucked for everyone. It can't get much worse, and then no! that happens. Oh my! But I mean, I'm very happy for her that she took it in such a positive manner. No, it's not her partner. Oh, it's, oh it was. Oh. No, she was. <laughs> She was being a dick and telling it around. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah. Oh my god. I don't think I don't think the mother of the kids is no. very happy. But I mean, there are people who are okay. Well, I know actually quite right. a few people when you know after they got children and they actually break up. Martin de May, you know from yeah, uh, no. Chateau Mailand. Yeah, they so there's this perfect. Dutch series with. Oh my god, and you should really like see watch it. This guy is like so they have so he's married to he was married to a woman and they have two daughters. They move to France. They have like this French chateau and they would have a guest <laughs> over the floor and having wines and shit. But he's actually like after like the children were twelve, from so he step out of the closet. They are still together. They are still married. They are just not having sex. But the love. Wait, is still are they in the still air. married? Yeah, they still are, but it's just they are not together like sexually whoa yeah what so the love remained oh but my. Yeah. that's beautiful though that's beautiful isn't yeah, it yeah it is yeah i i also know the story about um uh, uh anonymous ellen anonymous um <laughs> okay two two men who fell in love they were have been best friends for 30 years or something they fell in love with each other and they both had their own families with their wives and their children and then they realized they were in love with each other and have been in love with with each other for 30 years but they just didn't realize they were gay and then they realized and then like it was like fire shooting through the air and like they fell in love so deeply and then they had to tell their wives, obviously, and their wives were very good friends as well. And so they went through divorce, both of them. And then oh, the guys, males? yeah, and then the guys married each Bromance. other. Bromance Deluxe, exactly. And uh, so they married each other. And then uh, when when they were going to get divorced, uh, him and uh, his wife were both crying in court and then like the the i don't know ju the judge was like are you sure you want a divorce and he was like yeah but i'm just really gay and i love her but i'm gay and she was like i love him but he's gay he's with his best friend now it was so dramatic oh, oh my god. god you know if you can't step out of the closet at such a young age as me you see so many crazy shit happen i went to the club and we had some ecstasy and i met this guy and i went with him <laughs> home and it was just such a fucking weird night and i couldn't sleep when the guy just passed out after the sex and I'm on my way home like when i was leaving his house i saw all of those pictures and you actually you start to think like okay would it be his family or not and it turned out to be his family and he was just so fucked so far gone like I have I have never said anything. I've never tried to reach out. You know, I'm just okay. You know, it just happened. I'm just so sorry for his wife or and for his behavior. Whoa. Yeah, and I actually st encountered him once more at the restaurant I worked at because he, I was working the canals in Utrecht. That's the only yeah. that. And then I was like serving a table. I, I don't know what the things was like, putting wine, and I saw him walk down and then walk up. And there was we had some reservation that didn't show up. So I think he had a reservation at the restaurant with his family, oh. and they just he just cancelled instantly because he saw you oh my yeah, god yeah we holy so, fuck yeah and i was like way too young for that shit i was also like 15 16 something like that oh, oh my, my god, god. Yeah. but that was all consensual and stuff i hope what that was all consensual yeah it was okay oh man that's that's rough that's seriously rough how do you feel that uh because you moved to the netherlands where i live in amsterdam you live relatively close uh how do you feel that the 
culture in Poland, because your family is also uh, Polish, obviously. How do you feel the culture differences uh, in regards to homosexuality versus the Netherlands okay. right now? Yeah, it's just a taboo over there. And I mean, po- Poland's politically divided just in the, like, like America, left and right. So you have like North, East and South, West. And that's just like far right and more left, left people. And I've always been thinking that my family is very conservative and they will never accept me. But I was very surprised about my family. Some of them, the younger ones, like my mom's sisters, brothers, this sort of genre. Generation. Generation. Well, yeah. I said genre. And they, okay, never, genre. No, they were okay. very open, like, yeah, we understand. But then when my mom's brother told me, like, yeah, I accept it, but I don't know what I would do to myself if one of my daughters turned out to be lesbian. That hurts Whoa. different, you know, you like you accept me mm-hmm. because I'm not yours, but you would, wow. you don't know what you, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a progress. Let's be honest. It's a progress in a conservative religious nation as Poland. That's a lot. Is there a lot of conservatives in Poland? Yeah. I mean, because right but, now there's this whole, uh, obviously drama around abortion. But that has a lot to do with like young people moved out of Poland when the like borders opened up with the European Union and Poland entered the Schengen zone. A lot of people with progressive mind like me moved away so mm-hmm. they can't vote over there. So you, you're left with a majority who's very old and just retired. And you conservative. Know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From like, you know, cold Iron Curtain mentality, this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. That's, that's because it's it's been very recently only that the Soviet s- yeah, stopped being there. 1990, you know? 1995, something like that. Right, around. it's we're like the first generation of after the Soviet, yeah. so it's it makes so much sense. If if we were living in what would it be 1960, <laughs> then it would be the same in the Netherlands. I mean, probably. my mom was still telling me those stories when she had got you know there was no money because collectivist collective state so you got like this buns and you have to stand in a line of supermarket to get bread you know and yeah. government assigned you a job you know that shit was not so long ago that imagine yeah then then the fact that you're being accept even though it's obviously not it's, where it needs to be at all but it hurts but it's i think we've got quite far you can put it in perspective you think i mean i have to right you don't choose your family I, I mean, I've Tell me okay, about no, okay, it. no. Oh actually, I, you can choose your family. You know, at the, we are at this age, and we have we have gone through so much shit. You can choose. We yeah. know you want to keep those. I want to keep them as close as possible until they exceed my boundaries, of and my, then they I can fuck off. Good and, for you. Yeah. yeah. No, I I completely like I understand what it's like to not be able to choose family. I think we can very much so relate yeah. on that and. Uh, yeah, it's it's good to have friends that close that you can exactly. consider them to be family. That's that's very nice and important, I feel, because otherwise life will be very, very lonely. And you don't want that. We are very social creatures. Exactly. We indeed are very social creatures. And have you had relationships? No. Have you had a lot of casual things then? I've had an STD. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a. That's not the same. No, that's not good. But I mean, I want to laugh about it because I don't want to make it something tragic. You know, it happened, and you know. But you don't have to have a relationship in order to be happy, man. No, exactly. Screw that. Honestly, just just for purposes of, um, anyways. So, (laughs) whatever. It doesn't matter. Shit. If you haven't had a relationship in your life and you're 40, whatever. If you're happy, then what what matters? Nothing. Um. So, you're gay. Obviously, that involves anal sex, I assume. Can you take me into the whole... Oh my god! Top, (laughs) bottom... How does that shit work? I will put it in very rough words. Bottom, you get fucked. Top, you fuck. Okay. Verse, Versailles. Note that shit down, people. 
first is like you fuck and you can get fucked like mm-hmm. you enjoy both right of the worlds you know you both so is there people who really choose i am one and i'm not the other yeah i mean okay. i could say that i always been bottoming so okay. we have reference to that but yeah lately i've been also like enjoying the best of both worlds oh cool yeah. nice you've been exploring your yeah but it's your top signs it's exactly but it's okay it's not rocket science but there is there's work in it you know you don't just get fucked you know you mm-hmm. you want to do it clean because facts are how how does that like anal douche is it called yeah but Douches? you can just do it do, do make it yourself easy Take the top from the shower off and just <laughs> stick it up your ass. <laughs> your ass and make sure you don't burn your ass on the inside. And ooh, and but how? Okay, so you rinse it out and stuff. But how does that work if you you ate like I don't know chickpeas and beans? Yeah, it's it's not something you do in five minutes. You take your time and you. Right. That's why you if you wanna do like clean, you have you have to. Yeah, want to have done in a proper way. You take your time. You don't want to fucking rush. I mean, you can also always have a one night stand. You know, it's not that it always happens. You just want to be sure. Yeah. Because you can take a shit up up front. Yeah. Yeah, it's. That's interesting. It's, yeah. Because for me, I um, one of my um my my more serious uh, encounters with whom I was for longer um. He was very much so into anal play, and I was not at all. And I was like, "Bro, nothing is I mean, going up this ass." Straight men have no clue how to do anal sex. I'm sorry, I just have to. Straight men have, <laughs> for most part, no clue how to have how to have anal sex. You have to relax. You know, you don't do stick your dick in the pump, pump, pump. Honestly, I think that hurts. heterosexual men, for ninety percent of the time, don't know how, what they need to stick it in and how to warm warm stuff exactly. up. Exactly, foreplay. That's a fucking important part. There's no foreplay. Okay, bitch. I really I'll, I'll hope there's men watching this. I know there's one friend of mine I'm, I'm pretty i'm pretty sure he's watching i really hope you're watching i'm very grateful for all your help behind the scenes if you're watching text me um complicated situation anyways <laughs> um so i really hope there's men watching that are actually gonna have the slut be educating for them because it's so important to warm up anuses clits it doesn't freaking matter just warm it up yeah just for example if you have anal it's accountable for both women and men. You mm-hmm. don't just stick your dick inside. Make it start slowly. Put just like one finger, two fingers. You know something like that. Something that direction. Yeah. You wanna enjoy both of the worlds, but you gotta get your hands dirty. Yeah. Anyway. So how does it work with long nails? Don't like. Okay, you will. You will always see men have cut nails. Mm-hmm. At least those who are actively active having sex. Yeah. No, you can see I don't right now anymore, <laughs> uh, but they will have. Cutted nails. I think at least those who have experience and know what they're doing. I think there's a huge taboo around um, being pegged as a man, uh, as a heterosexual man. I think a lot of men think that if if you like anal uh, for yourself, then you're gay all of a sudden. Yeah, I I don't know. I've met people from both like from both sides. I also know people who are just very open-minded. They are definitely straight. There's no there's no like talk about that they are straight yeah. you, some people would think they might be like homosexuals or like bisexual whatever mm-hmm. but they actually can enjoy anal but then the woman usually don't like it because they have no clue what they're doing yeah i think there's a lot of women who also don't know <laughs> yeah. how to please men with anal i have no clue like someone teach me actually i'm gonna have uh over on the show very soon i really hope you're watching this girl um a Ooh. sex educator Ooh. who uh who specializes in anal play like she says okay. it. so I'm, I'm not gonna give much away but that's gonna be a very interesting and for me also a very uh educating experience i think 
Um, so how how was your first blowjob experience when you first got one and first received uh, gave one? I think okay when I received one, I think I cummed instantly. Like <laughs> you you know you, something happens to you have no clue and you were like in your in the class before it happens because you see it coming and I just came instantly and. I don't even remember giving the first blowjob. You don't? And I don't want to say there were so many of them, but there were so many of them. Do you, do you like giving blowjobs? Yeah, I mean, you can see someone enjoying it. You know, you're, you're delivering quality. Yeah, let's yeah. go, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've been channeling my, my blowjobby vibes. I honestly, I at first, I hated giving blowjobs. I kid you not, but now recently i've i've i i, I was mean, same if a guy pushes my head fucking hard against his dick like bitch don't that's fucking disrespectful in try. so many ways i can tell it it's disrespectful in six languages you you can you cannot do that you enjoy it if i do, do it or you don't do not do that thank you watching looking into all the cameras oh my god did you hear that oh fuck is the is that the mail i think we got mail we got mail ladies and gentlemen all right so how do you feel about flavored condoms? Because obviously we're talking condoms. How do you feel about flavored ones? Oh, okay, so I've actually had a strawberry condom with a friend. Oh my god, I was 13 or 12. We were just like, we just had it when we found yeah. it. And we actually chew on it. Like, <laughs> like we, we... Yeah, okay, I was like... I was, oh my god. I'm chewing so... on, on the Hussey condom and right now. Don't it do it. It smells like strawberry. It doesn't fucking taste like it. Don't get misconcepted by it. I disagree because or maybe um, it was a very old condom that also was well i don't know about the oh wait ladies and gentlemen uh this is the slideshow for a reason i'm back in one second nee nee je hebt geen flavored condom bij wel i'm not chewing that shit again <laughs> i'm back i'm back i'm back and i have something no, um, because have something. the the so i i agree that flavored condoms don't really have a lot of taste but how do you feel about flavored loop durex sponsor oh. me please <laughs> i have have you ever tried it oh i mean i mean <laughs> durex in general that's my shit like they're if you're homosexual then that's like basics of sex you like honestly oh my god Ooh, fuck. Oh, oh fuck it actually tastes so good it's so nice and it's just so weird to say because it's fucking loom. <laughs> but it's and this is proper old, so you need to like get fresh ones. Or so. shake it maybe, but, but fuck! Oh my god, I'm so surprised about the taste of that. Girl. Listen, listen. <laughs> that, that's how good pussy sounds. Is it good or is it good? It's okay, so it nice, was right? Good. I am very happily surprised because the condom i've like tasted that didn't taste like strawberry at all and this is exactly so the lube is always a better idea than the than the condom itself i think it's better to just use well vegan condoms because save the damn environment oh my god can we be cheerful for the fact that trump is out of oh my the god. white house i've been refreshing that fucking website for fucking solid four days until fucking saturday until i even but then you read all the news this is gonna sue all the four or five states for a fucking recount this is gonna be airing the 23rd of november yeah okay so that's not entirely true because you miss moore had a midterm you didn't know existed so you pushed the launch of the slut show a week ahead so now it is airing the 30th of november all right back to the slut show studio 
so then um, the listeners already know what is going to happen and how things are going to... They they know more because we're talking to the future right now. So they know and more than we do. Let's take a quick applause for Kamala Harris, first colored vice president. Female ah, yeah. vice colored president. That's amazing. With an Indian background. Indian oh Asian, God. I believe, right? Yeah. Oh my God, love those memes about like Indians relatives saying like, oh, Kamala, why did you become vice president and not the president, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so good, honestly. I cannot wait for the day that the United States has a black female president oh my God, with yes. a transgender vice president or something. We need representation of the LGBTQ plus community. And I really hope that I can, with the slut show, um, help a little in that. So. Oh what is the sluttiest thing you did recently? Enlighten us, please. I mean, maybe it wasn't that recently. Um, I mean, that threesome and grease are quite... I, that wasn't sex, though. That was porn. That was real-life porn happening over there. But did you, I mean, good, I, good kind of porn. I think... Wait, the sluttiest you said, right? Yeah. Slutty is not a bad thing, no. though. Anything no, I mean, I think the craziest was in March when I was leaving for my internship to Spain. I had this entire, like, goodbye party. Everyone was crying. We got drunk and we went to bases. <laughs> we went to some techno party and we yeah. uh, we did some drugs. And then after the party, I was supposed to go home. I and did obviously not. that did not happen. I did not. No, <laughs> fuck me. And then I went to this threesome and we had sex and... After a couple of hours, I realized that I still haven't packed and Kaya was moving into my oh room. My. And I, my room was still packed with my stuff. So in four hours, I emptied my room, packed for Spain, got home, got changed. And without sleep, I went straight away to the airport. Oh, man. Where's the sex in the story, though? Yeah, that was the 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 the, the full... The reason why you... Oh, <laughs> oh my God. No, okay. Oh that was Lord. maybe the craziest, not the sluttiest. I don't know. I think the sex was also like very... Like, you know, it was like, okay, you're done. Okay, let's go next one. You know, it's like... Yeah. No, I... I yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like since I've been I've been airing the slut show and since I've been um, speaking more openly about sex, because there's a lot of people who... Um, I, obviously, there is apparently people who, who watch this and who I don't know. And I'm like, oh my God, I have viewers. Hi. Ah! I can't believe you lit. You're alive. Whoa, you know. <laughs> no, but like, honestly, that's so dope. And uh, so then when I meet people, uh, shout out to Eva. I, this is uh, a girl from my, from my, uh, from my university. And um, she, she listens to the slut show, which I adore. And she, she like posted on her story and stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, she's actually watching. And um, then we we met each other for the first time, and within five minutes we were talking about sex. And I wondered if that was because she had been listening to me talking about sex for hours on the slut show already, or if it's just because she was so open in communication. Because I I noticed that with a lot of people recently that like uh, because they're watching watching the slut show, they come to me more easily with things, and I'm so grateful for that. That's awesome. Yeah, honestly. that's great. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. I love hosting this this whole thing. And I um, mean, if you got a crazy story or something you would like to share, something slut shit related, please slide in our DMs and just anything. pop in. Honestly, like I would love to share your stories for as far as you want them to be shared. I would love to like talk to you, potentially have you on the show. Uh, anything, I'm open to all kinds of ideas. I mean, Ellen's so open-minded. Like, thank you. I I try I try I really hope I try I am. no you are no <laughs> I think to try I um 
I, I've been actually, ex- what the slightest thing that I did, I've been exploring I wanted to my- ask you actually, like, have you ever had shit like that? Like threesomes or... But oh. go on, sorry for interrupting. Oh, no. Good question. Have I had a threesome? So, I haven't had a threesome, but I would want to. Uh, but the thing is, I'm I'm kind of... You know, the thing is, I'm... I'm trying to figure out how I can do that in a way that I feel safe because I find it really important to feel safe don't do it on drugs no exactly I don't want to do it on drugs or being super shit faced or don't do it like when you're drunk as well because that there are two factors that's not gonna make it up no I would like to just have a glass of wine with two nice pr- people and it doesn't matter if it's two women two women or two guys or a, a, a woman and a guy uh, I would like to explore that but I would want it to be people who I trust people who you might not exactly know too closely but know for a yeah. reason yeah, yeah yeah exactly so I don't want to just randomly go on Tinder and be like yeah can you come over can you also come over and then just no you know but it's hard to find someone who you can explore that with I feel and also like I cannot just be on Instagram and be like hey who wants to have a threesome with me you know because I get really weird DMs so don't feel invited to DM me that you want to have a threesome with me please Um, well you can you can text me but that's a world of difference because men there's especially between homosexuals there's so much testosterone that yeah we, they Holy. we just do that like i don't do that but i get that invite so often yeah like hey well, what I've, you doing tonight i've gotten the invite many many times but i've never felt trusty enough to, to say yes you know because i don't really want to be the third person in a couple because then i feel believe me you're gonna be the one that gets the most attention then because yeah, they're already true. familiar with each other but you really need to be you know you need to be mentally prepared for something like that taking yeah. place because it's a really overwhelming especially after the sex you're like starting to overthink you seriously like your pan full of wa- cooking water and you're like oh my god right yeah, yeah exactly because then i'm also kind of their toy and i need to really mentally prepare myself for it just being sex purely sex and nothing uh, uh lovey-dovey it, emotional yeah. anything whatsoever so um, I don't think I would ever have a threesome with my partner, but you never know. I don't know jack shit, so... I don't know jack shit! I don't know jack shit, man, honestly. Um, I am so happy you were on the show. I really, really love having you. Oh my god, thank you, I really love being here! I wanted to say, I'm also here with a specific reason, because I feel like there are so many stuff that even in the Netherlands, the open-minded country we're living in, there's just a taboo around stuff like yeah, still so STDs and stuff like that but huge if, taboo if you don't speak about it people will keep it for themselves and we're gonna keep the loop closed you know exactly and we need to speak about it because people don't know that you can get great help if you we are here to break them damn taboos I have friends who have an STD for a solid year for example and they figured out after Whoa. a year and that's just very devastating for someone and I believe just like with Black Lives Matters and like homosexuals you need to speak about stuff because yeah. then everyone will know about it and we just create Talk awareness to your friends awareness openly. is everything I had this conversation with a friend of mine relatively recently he, he's no longer a friend of mine but that's not because of that uh, and he was like don't ever say online somewhere that you had an STD, because yes, I did. Um, I'm safe now. Anyways, uh, yes. whatever, you know. People are very stupid. They will automatically think Why? like you're... 
why is that such a bad thing, man? Like, it's the same if you catch a cold or if you have herpes, herpes on your lips. Or if I mean, you... most of us already had herpes. I got it as a child when I was like three playing in the, was it like a zombie buck? Uh, in the, the sand pit. Sandpit with the children, you know, and I got comes... it from my from my babysitter at age six. She kissed me on on the lips because you know I was a kid. And I mean, so. it's not the same as the one on your genitals, mm-hmm. but it can transfer to the one on your genitals. If which you're have giving to... a blowjob yeah. with your with your herpes lip, that things then... to be very careful with. Oh man, I. <laughs> so last story before before closing this off. <laughs> so I um, I oh my God, no. I was in long distance with someone. And um, I flew there, and when I take a plane, I always get a cold or like I just don't get well because all the bacteria in like the air conditioning and stuff just doesn't do me good. And so I got off the plane with like a nose, like a runny nose, and I was like, oh no, no, I can't do this. And then I was gonna stay there for like seven, eight, or ten days, something like that. I don't know. And at day two i believe i felt the herpes lip coming up and i was like no 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 i'm here now it took me like three months to come here i want to suck his dick the whole day what the you what you know and then i couldn't do that we couldn't make out we couldn't i couldn't go down on him so and i was there i had flown there i had taken days off oh my god I will make it short because I'm so open about shit like mm-hmm. STDs and shit. People actually come to me to, you know, just to vent about shit. Like I have, I That's have, a, really good. I have a friend couple, and you know, he had herpes, and mm-hmm. he gave it her to oh, genitals, and they had no clue. She gave it to him eventually, you know. And we should. It, I don't want to say the. Not everyone has to be as open-minded as I am about it, but I think if we talk about it, then we will create so much awareness, and yeah. people won't be judged because if people are just afraid of being judged. You People need to stand are, behind yeah. what you're saying. That's the point. Exactly. That's a good one. To, I am to proud of you that you didn't do it. Like, I'm oh so my proud. Girl. I'm so proud of you too. I I love having you on the show, and uh, I love your openness and your crazy stories, and you're just so honest. I love that. You're a great person, honestly. Even though you we'll don't always agree. I, we'll see if I'm gonna regret it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in for this week's episode of the Slut Show. If you want to read the information from, from Slutty Science again, head over to the We Are Ungirls blog where my post is up right now. Uh, it's in the link in my description box on YouTube and also on. Um, my instagram link in my description next week i have the fantastic opportunity to be talking to trans male slash non-binary person but way more than that a super talented guy named dane and this is a little sneak peek how old were you when you came out when i came out as a pansexual or trans she wants to take me to paradise and i find that very sweet yeah in, in I, sense, I read but... I have my ticket to hell I guess I mean all the gays are there so what the f- am I gonna do in paradise if God exists that's a woman if your company is burning dicks give us a call <laughs> do you do you like wearing the strap on hell yeah, yeah I then imagine. I have a dick y'all yeah. <laughs> what's up so, so it's not like a post- uh, prosthetic like you lost your dick in a very sad fire but it's like it just <laughs> <laughs> how does a packer work my dick ran away from me <laughs> how did you lose your dick my dick where's my dick and then i thought i can't walk back sir have you seen my dick i will get punched like sucker punched instantly i wish i could have helped you search for your dick (laughs) yeah well i lost my dick
So get really excited for that episode. And for now, if you didn't know this yet, I now have a Patreon page where you can support me. Um, it's four euros a month. And then you basically help me and enable me to keep creating the content that hopefully you love. And um, in return for that, among my patrons, I'm actually giving away sex toys regularly. So be one of them and get your orgasms. <laughs> so um, if you want to win the Huzzy condom pack, then you can head over to my Instagram right now. There's a post up with the Huzzy condoms. You can um, comment. Uh, you make sure to be subscribed to my YouTube channel and make sure to follow me on Instagram and make put a comments in the uh, description. Uh, in, in the what? In the put a just comment on the post. Comment on the post. Tag someone and tell me your craziest condom story. If you don't want to do it publicly, you can also always send me a DM or an just email. Anything you feel most comfortable with, just to make a chance to try these fantastic vegan condoms. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for watching at home. I really appreciate it. And for now, sluts, sluts out. out. It's so good.